Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey everybody, welcome Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. We are coming to you uh, from Los Angeles. My wife is trying to take a battery out of my hand because I'm playing with it. Yep. Nothing new on this end of things. Nope. Uh, I would like to apologize for the low energy of last week's podcast. We were depressed and it was very early. Yeah, that's so. about right. I was listening to it in the car and I was like, wow, we sound horrible. Um, and I was like, audio quality or just, just tired. And I was like, just tired and depressed. (laughs) Uh, well, we're back guys. We're not as tired. We're not as depressed. We're not as depressed. That could be either way. Uh, okay. So let's get this out of the way up top. I don't know who listens to this part of the podcast. You think anybody? Yeah. I don't know. People could be skipping. They could be. 
which might explain why, you know, we didn't sell 9 million shirts. Okay. You thought we were going to sell 9 million? Yeah. Oh, that seems ambitious. Yeah, well, I thought everyone would buy uh, 100,000 for their friends. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Did you buy 100,000 for your friends? I didn't buy any. Uh, but this is unrelated. No, it's totally related. <laughs> there are service baby onesies you can now buy from Cotton Bureau. You go to cottonbureau.com forward slash kids forward slash products forward slash service baby. If you already bought an egghead onesie and you want to buy a service baby onesie, email us for a 10% off coupon. Yep. That service baby onesie was by popular demand. Uh, yeah, it, it exists. It's there. It's super cute. And it's available for everybody to put on their baby so that you can take them on planes without people uh, looking at you weird. Yeah. Um, you still have to keep them under the seat, though. Sure. Sure. Uh, leave Apple podcast reviews, Dory says. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure for all your Facebook group needs. Very supportive bunch on there. We're almost at 3,000 members. Very active group. I bet there's a lot of people in there that don't even listen to this podcast. To which there I are say, some people in there who what don't is going on with podcast? you guys? Get on this. <laughs> well, they're not going to hear this. Unless we're super annoying, which I get. Uh, excellentadventure.com. That's our website. You can go there for donations. We're going to be changing up our Patreonisms. Uh, we'll get to that later in the we show. We'll get to that later in the show, but I think you'll be happy. We get more stuff for less money. Uh, DoryMatt at gmail.com. Matt and Dory at gmail.com. And our phone number, 413-461-BABY. <laughs> 413461baby. You know, it always I I don't know if this is a California thing, but like people say like if they say their phone number, they say like 310-4134, you know what I mean? They don't say 310 or yeah. 310. They say 310. I say my number to people the last four numbers I say is to like if let's pretend my phone number was 9999 okay. that's what i say oh okay you know i don't say that well that makes you Although, weird maybe i should because my number has a lot of the same number in it. 9999 and that confuses people yep exactly hmm you're giving think me a lot it. to think about uh, Dory's going to be in Austin the weekend of November 4th and Portland the weekend of November 11th. The Austin meetup is Saturday, November 4th at 2 p.m. at Punch Bowl Social in the Domain. Please email us to RSVP so we can make a reservation. Portland meetup is on Sunday, November 12th at 11 a.m. at Coffee House Northwest. That's at 1951 West Burnside Street. I did that thing again. What thing? 1951. Oh, yeah, you did. Uh, please email us if you can make it. So that's November 12th at 11 a.m. at Coffee House Northwest. Also, if you want to see Dory talk about Startup a Novel, you can do that in Austin on Sunday, November 5th at 12.45 p.m. in the Capital Extension Room at 1100 Congress Street. Talking about fiction in the age of news feeds with the author Rosencrantz Baldwin and in Portland on November 10th, that's a Friday, at 8 p.m. at the Cleaner's at the Ace Hotel, where she'll be reading along with three other debut novelists and the author, Jamie Attenberg, as part of Lit Crawl Portland. Or on Saturday, November 11th at 1.30 p.m. at the Portland Art Museum, where she'll be talking about feminist digital culture with Ellen Allman and Jasmine Hughes. You can get more info on that at 
www.literary-arts.org. Did you ever say dub dub dub? No. I've heard people say that. Trip dubs. People say trip dubs? I will from now on. No. You know that W is our niece's favorite letter? Which one? Uh, Maddie. Okay. She gets so excited when she sees the W. Okay. Like her face lights up and she goes, W! It's really exciting stuff over there. It really is. Coming out of the Vladic clan. (laughs) Uh, W's are very popular over there, so... Get it going. Uh, And I guess it's time for Dory's update about us. Um, So, well, first of all, I got my period last Friday. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Which I think is like a good sign that things are sort of like working in there. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's good that you're uh, hopefully back to regular. Yeah, so then, uh, but you still have to wait till your HCG goes down to zero. So I got my blood taken on Wednesday, and my HCG is at 12. That's twice what it was your first time in. Sure is. (laughs) But it's dropping, so that's good, and I get retested on Thursday. Thursday of next week. Dory's going to get a fresh test and we're going to have a fresh number for you. <laughs> Let's say if it's zero. Yeah. Then what? Uh, I think we missed this cycle. I think we have to wait for the next cycle. Which would be when, you think? Um, well, she wants to do estrogen priming. So when did I get my period? What was a week ago? What's today's date? 27th? Yeah. So I got my period on the 20th. Let's say I'll get it roughly on the 20th again uh-huh. then we wait 10 days okay so hopefully thanksgiving goes th- off without us having i to think be it will i think the timing should actually be fine that's good um because she has to wait till ovulation and then i do estrogen priming and then i start stims i think is how it goes or something i mean are, are we burying the lead in the sense that we uh did we talk about making the decision to do it again? Oh, I thought we, I thought we did last week because, <clears throat> excuse me, um, because I said Dr. Beck thinks we should do one more retrieval. Yeah. And then if that doesn't do anything and I mean, we still have, we still have an embryo, we still have a normal embryo yeah. and a mosaic embryo that we don't know how mosaic it is. Right. Which I think we should ask about. Um, and, Yeah. I mean, in the meantime, our sister-in-law offered to be a surrogate. Um, Yeah. Allison. Although she did say to tell her sooner rather than later. So she doesn't have to lose the baby weight. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. We get it. I get it. What are you you looking at? Nothing. I'm just looking around. Okay. Um, So, you know, I don't know what Dr. Beck's thinking is exactly i think she's hoping we can get one more normal embryo we should have her on the show we should wonder if she'd do that what dory's no i'm I'm like actually thinking about it i'm just thinking how she's got her own hashtag she does Feel like she wants to be a part of she does have her own hashtag that she made herself yeah um I mean, we could ask her the next time we go in. 
I think you have to be there, though. I think you need to do the ask. Um, <laughs> I've asked enough people to be on podcasts in my life. Oh, come on. But you've never asked our doctor. Um, I have not. Would be very interesting. Yeah. I don't know how the timing would work, though. You mean like when would we do yeah. it? She's busy. I'm busy. You're yeah. busy. I would you're, probably you're out of town a bunch. I'm probably to have bunch. to be in the late afternoon on a on a weekday. <laughs> well, well, so we'll I have mean, to wait till we'll have to wait till your hiatus. That seems crazy to wait that long. Does it? I think now's prime time. Why? Because we could get like we could sneakily get her on here, right? Yeah. But it's actually a free consultation for us. <laughs> very sneaky <laughs> that's very clever yeah i love it you know it. she might do a weekend although well yeah i mean you're, you only have two more weekends in in new york after this that's true that's i mean she true. does work seven days a week who doesn't these days you know yeah i mean you do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah that's where we're at I, I i don't know how do how do how are you feeling about the prospect of doing a fourth retrieval I think the thing that is uh, really weighing on me right now is is the expense of it all. Yeah. It's not just weighing on me. It's kind of infuriating me. Yeah. To the point where I work very hard and it all has to go to pay off our already existing debt. Right. Towards this previous three rounds of, of, of uh, let's just say, uh, learning experience. I was going to say previous three rounds of futility. Yeah. That's cute. Thank you. Sounds like fertility, honey. That's great. Good job. Uh, Infutility treatments. IVF. The F stands for futility. Yeah, in vitro futility. In vitro futility. That's what it feels like. Um, So, I mean, there's a real, there's a real, there's a part of me that is um, very hopeful of the next round and, and feel good about it there's another part of me that's very annoyed at how much it costs mm-hmm. and it is you know i mean we've talked about the cost on this enough i, I feel like people get it um so there's no need to we, rehash that we do get a discount this time no we don't no we do we bought packages we bought so okay so you do one package and it costs i think fifteen thousand dollars for a retrieval and one transfer. Yeah. Then if you do a second retrieval and transfer, it's $12,500. If that doesn't work, you have to go back to the 15,000. But then I, I believe that the one after that is back to 12,000. So now we're back to 12,000. Um, I mean, it's all fuzzy math. None of that includes drugs. None of that includes I mean, it's just you know. I have a ton of leftover drugs from that's great from the last. Really feeling better about this now. Uh, No, it's a lot of money and it's a lot of uh, life problems, and we want to buy a house eventually. But honestly, right now that's impossible because we're in debt uh, because of IVF. So, and we live in a in a in a city where the median household price, I believe, is creeping up to six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, and that is for a bungalow sized home in a probably not super great area. Yeah. So, um, 
And Bo needs more than a bungalow. I'll be honest, everybody out there who doesn't live in Los Angeles, the price for a house, you're looking between a normal modest home with one floor and maybe three bedrooms under 2,000 square feet in Los Angeles will run you in the neighborhood of one to $1.8 million. That's about right. So... So that's what we're looking at. <laughs> that's that's what the situation is. And we're talking, I swear to God, everybody, go pop on your Zillows. Take a gander around the neighborhood. We're not crazy. <laughs> Houses that anywhere else in the country, except for San Francisco and New York City and Brookline. Uh, well, in Brookline, they'd be five times the size. They'd have three floors. and No. What are you talking about? The house I grew up in wasn't even 2,000 square feet. Well, it was two floors. Yeah. Think about that. You had a yard? Yeah. um, Think about that. Very small yard. But a yard. Yeah. All right. And a basement. And a basement. And an attic. Yeah. These are all things that you don't get out here. That's true. Anyway, point is, it's uh, crazy. So you think about the fact that if you want to buy a house that's, say, in the middle of that range, so let's just conservatively say a $1.2 million home in Los Angeles, California, you're going to have to put down... Uh, $300,000, give or take. <laughs> it's just so laughable. Three, you're going to have to, that's your down payment on your home. It's $300,000. So, and we're in debt from IVF. <laughs> so the point is, we're very happy to be renting and uh, we'll stay that way for a while. My wife likes to remind me that we need to move but here we are this is the situation we've all signed up for um anyway so that's 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 part of the my brain that's what i think about you want a baby you want a house and unfortunately for us the baby is also very expensive (laughs) do you not want a baby in a house uh do i not want a baby in a house I do want those things, but maybe I want them in, like, Idaho. You want to move to Idaho? There's a lot of white supremacists there. Well, then maybe we can turn the tide for them. They'll get to know us. There's not that many Jews there. I don't even think there's that many Catholics there. It's okay. We'll turn, we'll turn the tides on everybody. We'll be like, they'll be like, oh, those that, that Jew and that Catholic, those, they're pretty cool. Maybe we should not be so mean. <laughs> My coworker, Ann Helen Peterson, just wrote a great article about um, the Republican Party in Idaho is like turning on itself uh-huh. because there's this faction that is like super right wing. Yeah. And she pointed out that Idaho got more right wing because so many former L.A. cops moved to Idaho, like Mark Furman. Oh, like, cheap land. Like right-wing racist L.A. Well, cops moved to Idaho. If, if, if you have an LAPD pension, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and you've saved, you put a little bit away. Yeah. You buy a fuck ton and of land in a nice your, house You sell there. your house in Simi Valley. Boom. Boom. Go to Idaho. Yeah. Anyway. No, I don't think we can move to Idaho. That's well, we're not thing. actually moving to Idaho. That's, I, I know that. I know we can't, honey. <sighs> I, I mean, I would... I would move somewhere. I just don't think we can. I don't think we can either. The only places I work are New York and Los Angeles. 
who most well except for San Francisco. We Tuna. always have to say except for San Francisco. We get it, country. Bay Area. You're blowing up. I mean, I guess I could live in San Francisco, oh, given my San job, Francisco. but I don't want to live in San Francisco. I hate San Francisco. Sorry to everyone who lives in San Francisco. I cannot deal with but San Francisco. It's kind of insane. And it's nothing against any of the people in San Francisco. No, You're I have, a lovely bunch. Uh, I disagree. Um, my problem is more with the hills, the overcrowding, the expense, and I got to tell you guys, you have shit food. <laughs> There's not. I can't uh, even. I can't even think of four restaurants. I oh my like god, we are going to get so many angry emails. No, from, maybe we'll get helpful friskins. emails. Maybe we'll get helpful emails that say you have to try this restaurant. Oh, okay. Maybe we will. Anyway. My writing partner, Eric, is from the Bay Area, and I mock him constantly about it. Hi. Hi. Do you feel like we're just turning people off to us right now? Because we're just complaining about life. It's so sad, this this complaining constantly. Uh, what if that's our New Year's resolution? Stop complaining. It's it's November, yeah. nearly. Yeah. It'll, uh, it'll still October when you hear this. Okay. Um. You know, start, we're going to start thinking about these New, Year, New Year's resolutions. Okay. You know, I've joined, a, I've joined a gym before the January rush. Yep. Hope to get in there, get my face seen by all the super fit people, you know? Yeah. And, and then they'll know when they see me in January, I'm not just like a uh, guy popping you're in not, January. You're not a carpet bagger. Yeah. You're not a gym carpet bagger. Right. Anyway, we've gone on for a very long time. And I apologize to our listeners. What? Okay. First of all. Yes. You do other podcasts where you guys yammer on for like two and a half hours. And I, I don't. But suddenly when we take more than five minutes to talk about ourselves that we've gone on for too long. First of all, on James Bonding, Matt and I never talk about ourselves. Okay. Second of all, I'm constantly trying to get Andy to be quicker at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> Okay, well, you know what? This is my only podcast for now. So I get to I get to yammer a little bit. You can. I feel like I'm doing too much yammering. Please go ahead. Well, you know it's interesting because I ask you questions. You don't really ask me questions about what life. Like I say, how are <laughs> on you on the podcast? I say, how are you feeling about this stuff? And then you you yammer for well because i ask you know we know how you're feeling because do we i think we do do we not i don't know how are you feeling well i got on the scale this week and i lost five pounds we also talk off the air just so everyone doesn't think i'm crazy Anyway, you lost five pounds and you said that was because of depression and i said it was because of stress and depression and anxiety yeah it was i I've had the hardest like three weeks of a very long time. Like I can't remember being this anxious and depressed since like college. College angst, huh? Yeah. I, I mean, get, I'd ask you what it is, but I know what it is. It felt terrible. You had a, I thought you had a great weekend. I had a great weekend in Vegas, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was gone, but, but you then enjoyed I, yourself. Then I came home and I kind of crashed. Do you do you think your life quality 
is any better with Bo around? Yes, I do. I'm glad he's here. Yeah, I am too. Um, do you think that your, I mean, what's playing into your angst and I mean, it's really anxiety. Mm-hmm. Is it mostly the IVF? A lot of it is the IVF. A lot of the, a lot of it's IVF. Some of it's you being away for, you know, a lot and working a lot, which I know you feel you need to do. Um, some of it is work mm-hmm. related. You know, I, I'm all day. I'm talking to women who've been like sexually harassed and assaulted. It's like pretty fucking dark. Yeah. I mean, you take some of that home too. It's like the homicide detective, you know? Yeah. Who comes home and is like, I mean, I was talking to, I was talking to a woman today. She started crying on the phone with me and you know, it's just like, it's a lot. You're not built for that. Hey, I mean, you're not trained for that. Like a therapist would be. Do you know what I mean? I feel like a therapist. Right. It's like, and you know what it is? I think because I do have a lot of empathy, it makes it harder. Totally. You know what I mean? Like if I were, if I were like a colder person, I think it wouldn't affect me so much. Yeah. But I just like, I think about it and I think about how like, how sad it is. And these women like unburdening themselves to me. It's very hard. So that's been weighing on me too. And just like the general climate of shittiness has been weighing on me. It's not a good time to be alive. No, it's not. And you know, I can't even like, I don't know. It's just like everything. And then IVF like on top of it and it just feels hopeless you know, yeah. it just feels like, like we're broken in some way. I feel broken differently, but I see what you're saying. So. I mean, people ask me how I'm holding up. Yeah. My answer is physically, I think I'm okay. Yeah. But I'm mentally just like, I'm a mess. Yeah. I feel like I have no time to focus on any one thing. I'm you doing don't. so many different things. Yeah. Um you know, I'll walk I walk walk into work and I was talking to, <laughs> I was talking to Steve at work, one of the writers on Goldberg's, and he was like, We're walking down to the other writer's room and he's like, How are you holding up? I was like, Physically I'm okay. But mentally I feel empty inside. And Steve, who does a great podcast called Terribly Funny, uh, it's a little plug, Steve Bazalone, check out Terribly Funny. He talks to comedians, writers, funny people about terrible things that happen Were you to on them. his podcast? I was, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, I feel like I have to go back on. Um, you might have to. But, um, you know, I was just saying, I feel very empty inside and I don't. I don't know what will what I've tried I'm trying to fill. I try I'm trying to fill it with like you know, I got to tell you the guitar market right now. There's nothing. Mm. Nothing I want. Mhm. <laughs> so my normal therapy of like getting a new guitar. Get a guitar. Get right. rid of a guitar. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. Right now. I did sell a guitar yesterday. 
That's good. Yeah, that is good. That's something. That's a little activity for me. Yeah. Um, and then I was like saying how like I just, you know, like just looking for things on Amazon. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah. I mean, I get that. Like, you do that. They say online shopping is good for that kind of thing because you like get the sort of thrill of buying the thing. Yeah. And then you have to look forward to when it's delivered. Right. So anyway, but that was my, that was my walk and talk down the hallway. <laughs> I mean, maybe working out will, will fill some of that for you. I hope so. I don't know. I don't, I really don't know. And I feel like I, f- I feel bad about complaining. I really do. There's a lot more. There's you know what? Shittier things happening out there. I don't feel bad. No. About complaining. It doesn't feel like complaining. It feels like this. these are our struggles. We are struggling with these things, and we're trying to work them out. These are different struggles than some people have. Uh, of course. Um, yeah. I, I'm not saying that like we have the hardest lives in the world. I'm no. saying that these are our lives. These are, what we're, these are the things we're struggling with right now. Right. And, and this is a podcast about a struggle. Yeah. So I think it's fair for us to talk about it. Yeah. Well, I, so I, stop I, trying to... Shut me down. Shut you down? Yes. I shut myself down? No, you're trying to shut me down. Am I? Yes. How? You're like, we need to stop complaining. I said I. Mm. Did I say we? I meant I. Mm. Royal we. Also, like, I think you should allow yourself to be, to express your, your anger and your anxiety and not see it as complaining. Well, it's hard when people like, listen to me. I don't think because I'm, I mean, I think people like the people that, the few fans I have, a lot of them are listening to this podcast. They enjoy a a chipper, Matt, that is not, he hasn't been around lately. (laughs) Yeah, but maybe they also want to see another side of Matt that is authentic. Well, not to say that chipper isn't authentic, but this is also authentic. There's nothing I don't, I don't ever hold back certainly i mean i'm in a world where my life for the last 10 years i've been on podcasts you know yeah so you you can hear every part of my life for the last 10 years and it's that's terrifying to think about that's something i will never go back and listen to but it's there (laughs) hope that eventually my child if we ever get one We'll go back and listen. They'll probably listen to like two point eight X. Yeah, these these fast these fast people. Yeah. Um, but it's also hard to. I I swore I would not complain about my schedule again, and here I am about to dump into it. I come home at night a lot of times, very late, and. Dory's already asleep and Bo is already asleep. And some nights Bo doesn't even come out. Yeah. And he stays in the bed. And that feels extra bad because it's like, oh, it's that late. And then I have this, you know, beat of like, uh, what am I, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Why am I not home? Why am I out? Is it, you know, and I'm not out. I'm fucking doing a podcast or something I'm yeah. working on something doing sidekick or in new york or at matt gorley's house or 
recording Star Trek. It's um, and it's hard, and it's been tough to not be around you during this whole thing. I couldn't go to the ultrasound because I was at my aunt's funeral. I know it was crazy. I know. You know, on the eleventh, which was our anniversary, that was the day my aunt died. Um, it was also the date of your second beta, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, and it was just a lot of mixed, like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, we were going to go out to dinner. We canceled dinner. We did. We did. I got to I think we recorded. I think we did. Yeah. So you heard that. Um, but, uh, it's, it's been tough on us and I'm sure on you. I don't know. I just have those downbeats and they're always at night and they're always when I'm lying in bed. I love, and honestly, in New York, I don't, I'm usually so exhausted when I'm in the hotel at night that I'm. They just fall asleep. I just fucking put on Hollywood graveyards and go to sleep. What's Hollywood graveyards? It's a YouTube channel I've enjoyed. A hot tip for everybody who enjoys your your Dan Bells. Um, it's this guy. Wow, what is his name? He has a name that's totally a fake goth guy name. <laughs> it's like Arthur Dark. Oh. I think is his name. I like him. He's a good host. He's got a good voice. His his YouTube videos are scored, um, mm-hmm. and he does tours of Hollywood graveyards where they visit. Oh, like actual graveyards. Yeah, where they visit famous people's graves, and he like talks about their history and like you know what they did. And sometimes he'll play a little clip of like a movie they're in in the nineteen twenty three or something like that. That's fun. Um, Although he was a little too apologetic about Al Jolson, but I get it. <laughs> um, that was the newest one that went up, which is the Jewish cemetery. The one on the Gower? One in Century City. Oh. There's one on Gower, too. Yeah. The one you can see from the 405 in oh, Century I don't, City. That's, I don't know that's that the one. big that, that big cascading waterfall that goes all the way down. Oh, yeah, sure. That's Al Jolson's grave. Oh, that huge thing is good Al for, good for him. He's got the he's and he's got a statue of himself doing the mammy. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Crazy, but that's what I watch and I go to sleep and I don't really think about anything. Yeah, I haven't had a great night's sleep in a while, and I assume it's the same for you. Yeah, it is. For a while, I was waking up really early, like I couldn't. Yeah, really sleep and I don't know. It was weird. This is the longest time we've gone about ourselves. Well, Since episode one, yeah, episode one was just us. Yeah, because we didn't have any, we didn't have any listeners. We didn't have any emails or Zmails or Vmails. Zmails, I say because you know, remember the PBS show Zoom? Yeah, I do. It came back in. The early aughts. That was a WGBH show. Sure, well, a lot of them were. And um, they had email. It was a way you could reach them. You know, you could write them. Oh. But you could also email. And they had a... They called it Z-mail? Yeah. Email. Z-mail. Like they had a little <laughs> jingle and it's been stuck in my head for uh, n- nearly 20 years. 
That's pretty funny. Not that I would watch Zoom. It was for children, but somehow I would just see it and it would just stick in my head. Anyway. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Um, But it is a beef flavored tablet or <laughs> like beef flavored little treat, essentially. He mm-hmm. gobbled it right up. And, you know, the other stuff. I try to put it on him and he like, he sees it coming and he runs away. Yeah, he hates it. And then I put it on him and he like tries to run away. So it like drips all over him. Then he like shakes his fur off. So it gets all over the house. It was a, it was a real problem. So I'm really glad that they have this, this new stuff. 
okay, this email, we're now into the emails. The 38-minute portion of the podcast. Some you're, people like a long one. You're looking at me like, like, you bitch. <laughs> I think you're talking to too many women on, on, on the phone who have been sexually harassed. I would not look at you like that, honey. Oh, you're looking at me like, I can't believe you made us go for 38 minutes. Can't believe it was your idea to start this podcast. Um, you did the Twitter poll. Well, you made me. I didn't did. you? Yeah, you made me. No, I don't think I made you. I think you were like, I'm going to do a Twitter poll and see what people well, say. Well, what I was hoping was that it would be such a lopsided, don't do this podcast, <laughs> that I could be like, see, we don't need to do this podcast. Anyway. And now, a year later. We're still doing it. <laughs> And IVF. <laughs> Speaking of IVF, this letter comes to us from Anonymous. Dear Dory and Matt, I enjoy the show and look forward to listening every week. My partner and I have been going through our own infertility challenges, and I'm grateful for you and Matt sharing your story. Sorry your recent FET didn't work out. I've been totally there, and it sucks. You mentioned this week that using donor eggs might be your next step if the next retrieval doesn't work. My partner and I are in the process of working with a known egg donor, so I would take the time to share our experience. We are a same-sex couple in Canada. I'm cisgendered. My partner is a trans woman. We have been trying to conceive. Nailed it. I had to read it and abbreviate it and read it in my head. Oh, did she write TTC? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For more than two years, including two unsuccessful IVF cycles in the first half of 2017, my egg quality is very low in both of these cycles, especially at my age, 35. While... We did get to transfer both cycles. We had nothing to freeze, so no frozen embryo transfers for us. As you know, IVF is a very expensive process. We have no insurance coverage for IVF. It's not covered by the public health care system. We determined that we would only do three IVF cycles total to avoid going into too much debt. Wise words. Um, I, I feel like that was, that was directed at me. <laughs> <laughs> to improve our odds, we're using donor eggs in the final cycle. It was a difficult decision to use donor eggs, but perhaps less difficult than it would be for other people, as I've never been particularly attached to the idea of passing my biology on. Close friend offered to be our known egg donor. She's She has proven fertility, is in very good health, and has some resemblance to my partner. We are also using anonymous donor sperm, as my partner did not do any fertility... Pre pre uh, sorry preservation prior to transitioning using a known egg donor appealed to us because it would allow our child to know people that that they are biologically connected with and who we already consider part of our extended queer family we are part of a community where known sperm donors are becoming more and more common and we know several families with these types of arrangements we're gearing up for the next egg retrieval in November. Good luck. Good luck. We are so grateful to our friend and her willingness to help us out in this way. Yeah, we, that is very cool. It's huge. We know there are no guarantees with this IVF business, but we are happy to be going into this round with better odds than we were to try again with my eggs. From what I remember, you haven't specifically addressed the topic of known egg donors. That's true. We have not no, specifically have not. that specifically. I remember either. Uh, and I thought you might be interested in our story. Well, guess what? You were right. Uh, if you end up reading this on your show, I appreciate it. Keep me anonymous. I did it. I did that. Nailed it. Because Dory was 
good about that. <laughs> Thanks again. Wishing you some luck with your next steps. Thank you, Anonymous. Known egg donors. What do you think? Um, Should we just take Allison's eggs? Mm, I know she didn't offer. No, she didn't offer. <laughs> <laughs> so she offered her womb. She didn't offer her right. eggs. Well. I mean, then you would have a baby with Allison. And also that baby would be siblings with your nephew and niece. Well, half siblings. Yeah. That'd be weird. I mean, would it be any weirder than anything else? Socially at Thanksgiving with, say, your parents, it'd be weird. You think? (laughs) I think it'd be weird for like a second. And then I would be like, oh, okay. (laughs) It'd be fantastic. Also, you are nothing like my brother. So except for your love of Dave Matthews Band and golf. So like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Well, he's good at golf. I'm not. He is good at golf. Uh, Also, he also, he loves fish more than the Dave Matthews Band. And I love Dave Matthews Band more than I love fish. But I still uh, enjoy the hell out of a fish concert. Well, and I think he still enjoys the Hell of a Dave Matthews Band concert. Big Trey Anastasio fan. He's playing the Wiltern on Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you want to go? It seems like a lot. Okay. Um, Wait, I'm not done talking about known egg donors. Oh, I know. Um, Our sister-in-law aside, I'm I'm not opposed to the idea... Would just, you take an egg from Karen, your yes, sister? Yes, I would. Hmm. Has she offered these she eggs? She has offered. Okay. What if we took Karen's egg, put it in Allison? <laughs> this is a real family affair. <laughs> <laughs> and we fertilized it with, with I guess, with my sperm. Yeah. That is that would real be weird. Pretty wild. Real weird. <laughs> I I mean I was thinking more of like, what if there is a friend? I'm gonna copyright that movie. Copyright Man Myra. Okay. It's called Family Affair. <laughs> <laughs> um I just don't know like no one comes to mind off the top of my head because first of all they have to be younger. Right. We know a lot of old people because we're old. We know a lot of old people. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just, I can't, can't really like imagine that. But mm-hmm. if someone, if someone, if someone materialized and was like, I would like to be your egg donor, I would, I would consider it. Like beamed in materialized? Yeah. Off of a starship? Yeah. I'd have a lot more questions first before I said, let's use their eggs. Because they were beamed in. Right. I see. Um, you know what? Do we have anything else to add on that? I don't know. Do you? I mean, you You know, I remember when this process started and we we briefly discussed the possibility of donor sperm and you were very opposed to it at the time. I wasn't very opposed you to it. You were pretty opposed to it. I was mediumly opposed to it. And then we settled on Scott Mosier. Oh, that's right. We never talked to him about that. No. I'll text him. Okay. <laughs> Although, wait, maybe you did. Did I? I think he said yes. I think. He, yeah. Yeah, because he just assumed that it wasn't yeah. really going to happen. He's like, sure. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think we talked to Alex about it though. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll smooth things over. Okay. Um, I'm gonna play voicemail okay. now. You ready? Yeah. Hi, Dory, Matt, and Bo. My name is Kim, and I sent you guys an email, but I forgot a P.S., so I figured I would call and leave a voicemail. Um, my P.S. is I'm probably your youngest um, person of the podcast oh, to at least call in um, that is going through IVF. I'm 24 oh. going through IVF this year, so um wanted to put that P.S. in there. And I have a pretty crazy last name. So I'm going to go on and donate. That way I can hear you guys or Matt try and uh, not only pronounce it, but see what he comes up with me. So thank you guys <laughs> for all that you do. You are amazing. And I love listening to you guys every week. Bye. Well, stay tuned, Kim. Did I put her, her email, in, email there? in here? That's a great question. I don't know if I did. No, I don't think I did. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. I also might not have put her name in there because I think she was a, now that I think about it, I think she was a PayPal person. Oh, no. Oh, God. We are <laughs> we just are really failing ruining you, everyone's time. This is from Chana. This is for Dory. I mean, have you read it? It's directly to you. It's Chana. Chana, see? Uh, she says, so sorry to hear not good news on the most recent episode. You keep talking about how people are suggesting that this could be considered, this should be considered your first cycle. I wonder if there's someone at the clinic you could approach and basically say that you spent a gazillion dollars on a cycle that was doomed from the beginning because no one caught the septum issue. And because they didn't catch this major issue that led to the embryo being unable to implant, ask them to meet you halfway financially for the next cycle. This is not a bad plan. This might not be the way that things are normally done, but what do you have to lose? From my understanding, there's a decent profit margin in the industry, and they do have a bit of financial leeway. Rooting for you, Hana. I don't hate that. I don't hate it either. I mean, never mind. What? I was going to say the word, and that word would make Dr. Beck not come nowhere near this podcast. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what word you were talking about. It starts about. with an M. Money? Nope. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. This is from Louise. You're going down, Ringler. What? No, kidding. <laughs> Hi, Dorian Matt. First of all, thank you so much for your podcast. It has saved my life during the shit show that is fertility treatments. It's worth mentioning that I discovered this podcast totally randomly when Dory was the guest on the first ever episode of Jordan Jesse Go that I listened to. <laughs> that's so random that that that's the first episode of that that you listened to yeah wow all right that is pretty random and i was listening on my way to an iui appointment cool so it's definitely feeling like fate to me i never even listened to that that was it was good it was a good episode i love them both um there was as i recall there was a there was a really insane phone call that i can't even begin to recreate you just have to hear it all right okay it involved uh, butt play. Cool. Okay. I'm so sorry about your super shitty news. That fucking sucks. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sending you love and strength as you consider next steps. I have a non-IVF question. My hubby and I decided to adopt a dog and are moving forward in the application process. Mm-hmm. We're both super excited and nervous. While we both grew up with dogs, this is our first dog as adults and our first dog together. 
You're looking at Bo. I sure am. We've got our eye on a beautiful three-year-old red healer mix who seems to have been part of a puppy mill. She, unlike me, is fertile, but we want to give her a happy life where she isn't forced to have puppies. It's a good happy life. He is making a ridiculous face right now. My question is, how should we prepare for a new dog? What should we have at home? Oh, you roused the beast. Hi, buddy. Oh, boy. Don't let him lick the mic. It, it grosses people out. I know. What should we have at home when she arrives? What should we schedule for our first few days together? Is there anything you're glad you did or wish you did differently with Bo? Thanks for everything and hi to Bo. Yeah, I wish we were around more in those first few days. Actually. Yeah, I wish we hadn't left him at at deep head hotels like the first weekend we had him was that true we did that the first weekend it was like the first or second weekend we had we had we went to vegas oh it was just the timing of that i know it was a it was such a random Bo was a happy accident hi young man um okay this is not good behavior right now i love him so much i know but nothing in life is free no stop it nope don't look at him don't look at him. He's tapping my Don't shoulder. look at him. He's tapping my shoulder. Don't look at him. Nope. Okay. Nope. Don't oh. even look at him. Oh, boy. Don't look at him. You're not allowed to look at him. Nope. Hi. Okay. Hello. So continue. What are you so, things you wish we did? I think I wish we hadn't left him at D-Pet Hotels that weekend. Mm. Don't look at him. He's just doing some crazy stuff behind me. I know, but don't look at him. He wants your attention. This is what he does. This is not good for him. Okay, keep going. Um, I, I don't know if there's anything we could have done um, in terms of his... Anxiety. Anxiety sooner. Right. Yeah, I mean, he didn't really reveal himself fully. No, he didn't. At, at the beginning. Uh, but I, yes, I wish that we spent more time at home with him. I wish that we were both off. Well, you were oh, off. I wasn't working. You weren't working in the beginning. No, I was. I was at this David Spade show. Right. But we you were, him. you were like taking him to the park every morning and yeah, you know, didn't start till 10 and I worked, it was on Wilshire, the right. office. So it was not a far right. journey. Whereas now it takes like 40 minutes to get to work. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but leaving him home during the day and then Dory would come home and walk him, which is, you know, we do that now. Sometimes. And he's cool about it. We have a dog walker now who comes you know, during the day. I am, one thing I'm glad that we did is I'm glad we did start him at daycare very early. And got him like socialized and got him used to daycare early. Yeah. Even though in the beginning it was so hard, he hated it. Oh, it was the hardest thing in the world. It to was take so him. sad. He thought, we were, he thought every time he thought we were abandoning him. He would like, he would like try to, like he was like dead weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we had, they had to like drag him into the yeah. room. And, and then he gradually started liking it. And I remember one day Matt was like, he was really excited when I took him to daycare today. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? Wagging his tail. <laughs> And now, honestly, uh, he runs away from me yeah. to go into daycare. Oh, no. He, like, he like runs But in. at the same time, when we pick him up, he cannot wait to leave. Yeah. But I think all the dogs are like that. Yeah. So, he I mean, the ones, time. like, they, like, fight to get out with him when they open the door for yeah. him. Yeah. And they're all like that. Um, we, I would say, like, training. Just, although, you know, if she's three... 
I don't, you know, she might be trained. I don't know. Oh, he's, he could have been three. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I know. Um, all right. What's next? Uh, I'm going to play voicemail. Oh, uh, have things to have at home. Oh, things to have at home. Two, we got two beds late in the process. Yeah, we And had, I wish we got a second bed sooner. I do too. So I will recommend that. Because um, the second bed is in the living room and it gives him just like his area in the living room. Yeah. Like a home base. Yeah. Even though he uses the couch yeah, a lot of the time. But, but when we're say, on the couch, he'll go to bed. Yeah, and you can say, Bo, go to your bed, and he'll go. He's not moving right now. No. He's asleep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we wish we had the two beds. One in the, We have one in our bedroom and one in the... Uh, and you can get great dog beds at Costco. And also, I will say that depending on how big your dog is going to be, and is... It's really a decision between the two of you, but if you do not want him sleeping on the bed or her on the bed, then make that clear from the get-go. I'm very glad we did that. Dory's glad. I'm not. He's so warm. (sighs) I'm very glad we did that. (laughs) There's plenty of space. We have a king-size bed. Uh Uh-huh. There's plenty of space for him. Uh Uh-huh. Just curl up. Uh-huh. Like that time he was sick and I found him sleeping next to me when I woke up. Mm, Bobo. You were gone. I was gone. And he was like, finally, <laughs> my opportunity. <laughs> I'm sick. He can't be that mad at me. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anything else? That's it. I think those are the, yeah, I think those are the big the things. The big deals. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to play a voicemail here. Hi, this is Sarah Nanny Campbell, and I'm in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, I just wanted to say that I am so grateful for your podcast. Um, I just married Love of My Life last year. We are a um, gay trans couple, um, so it's just so lovely. It's really hard to kind of find podcasts about this in general, but like ones that are so delightfully progressive really kind of makes we feel like more included and less lonely and this adventure can be, you know, a life laying on your day. Um, but the question I had was, um, my partner and I <clears throat> are really kind of like struggling with where is the end point? Like we keep kind of cycling back um, in terms of how many IUIs and how many IVFs mm-hmm. and because we're both, you know, female body, do we try the typical IVF and like, you know, I mean, I think finances obviously provide a practical sort of endpoint, but in terms of like a philosophical endpoint, um, at the beginning, did you, how did you guys, you know, decide that? I'm only on episode five. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right. Um, buckle so up. I don't know if you guys have given a shout out to astrology, but I'm originally from the West Coast. Uh, I don't know if you can tell us my accent. Uh, originally from California, California, UC Berkeley, and then Portland, Oregon. We all love blue star signs there. So anyway, you can kind of sneak that in. That's just a request. I love you guys. You're amazing. Um, can we keep listening? And thank you so much. Bye. Wait, is she telling us to do horoscopes? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe she's just talking about signs and, and, and oh. doing fertility at, at certain times. Oh, 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 the moon's in certain phases. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and will she ever hear this? Will she get so bored with the podcast that she gives up after f- 10? I, 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 this is 50 later. I know. This is a lot. So we're going to answer your questions. Um, 
it's doesn't it feel like it's one of those things where we know we're not done, but we will know when we are done. Yeah. So I don't but, know but, there's a but, pre-planned exit point. But I feel like every time we think we're almost done, we're like, well, just one more. Well, you know, it's the famous uh, saying of this podcast that the goalposts keep moving. And it almost seems like they change the playing field every round we do. Oh, yeah. So it's not a goalpost thing, but it's like, oh, well, guys, have you tried playing on AstroTurf? Or it's you like, can move so much faster. Or it's like, oh, well, I thought we were playing on a soccer field. No, it's a football field. Oh, no, it's a baseball diamond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, because of that, it's been hard to really say we're done. Yeah. I don't know. I think if we had done a, I don't know. I don't, it's hard to say. So, you know, we keep getting new information and new, um, new, uh, insight. Mm -hmm. So we keep going Mm -hmm. and we'll keep going. I, I really think we'll both figure it out. We'll both know and we'll both be like, we're done, right? Yeah. But we ain't done yet. No. So buckle up everybody at home. (sighs) Yeah. All right. (laughs) This is from Imogen. Mm -hmm. This is, hi, this is Imogen again, who suggested the what we have learned learned episode. Oh, we never did that episode. Oh my God. Sorry, Imogen. And yes, I am British. We saw it. We just did it for Bo. Yeah, we did. What we've learned from Bo. Uh, I just wanted to write to say a couple of things. I was so sorry to hear the news in this week's podcast. I feel really sad and frustrated for you guys, but I also feel positive that things are still hopeful for you. I just really hope it doesn't take too many more tries. Agreed. I also wanted to say that I've had that same experience with my 13-year-old border border terrier, Brooke. His, His tummy was really squelchy and growly, and he kept wanting to be let out in the middle of the night, of course. Why is it always in the middle of the night? <laughs> I was so worried that it might be bloat because he was distressed and panting, too, that I called the emergency vet. However, he finally managed to settle, but only by literally lying on me on the sofa. And after a sleep, he was much better. But it's definitely disconcerting when it happens. Yeah, it's so loud. It is. Anyway, the main thing I actually wanted to write about is this. It is really stressing me out every time you, you talk about having to do the names and the bonus podcast. You guys are so, so busy, and I'm sure I'm not alone in feeling that I would much rather you guys spent the extra time having a rest or doing something nice together. So please consider having some <laughs> other kind of reward that didn't take you lots of time or add stress by being an, yet another thing you have to do when your stress levels must be so high already. Anyway, just had to reach out and say that. All the best to you, three, from Chile, England. Not a town in England called Chile. No. It's just that it's brisk it up is, there. It is brisk. Yes, it is autumnal. Um, which is something we have yet to receive here in California. No, it's been in the Nor 90s. have we received it in New York when I'm there every weekend. I bought a coat the first weekend of Discovery, and I said, I'm going to buy this coat, and it's going to be good. Every weekend I'm going to wear this coat. I've brought it every single weekend, and every single weekend it's been 70 five degrees i think this weekend it's supposed to be a little cooler well guess what i'm gonna bring the coat then okay great um so where were we we were talking about 
what she just said. The names. Which is... She doesn't want us to do the names anymore. Oh. Well, neither does Dory. Neither... You know, Imogen, it's funny you say that. Um, as as we were going through the 44, 45, something like that, names of October, and I just realized we, we forgot Kim, so now we should do her as well. Um, 46. I just thought... I think that the names have run their course. I think the fun, no, I shouldn't say the names. I should say the fun facts have run their course. Yeah. Uh, they have. I find that I repeat myself and uh, I, I don't yeah. know. So, so I, I think I also a, would love if anyone knows out there, how many fun facts have we given? Oh, so many. It's gotta be a thousand, right? Yeah. So Matt and I were talking before the podcast, before we started recording and I think we're going to switch up Patreon and we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to. Could we run a poll on Patreon? I think you can run a poll there, right? Why would we run a poll? To say, would you like to have this or this? Oh, okay. I don't know. But anyway, here's what we're thinking. Here's what we're thinking. We're thinking that we're going to lower the uh, monthly amount for one bonus episode from $10 to $5. What? What? So if we're just $5 a month, like, uh, I mean, a, that's less than like a Frappuccino. Um, <laughs> I hate when people say that. It is not less than the price of a cup of coffee, guys. You can go to 7-Eleven and get a great coffee for only $1.19. I said a Frappuccino or like one of those zombie Frappuccinos that they're selling oh, now. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. They look disgusting. Um, anyway, yeah, for five bucks a month, we're going to give you one bonus episode. And for those of you who are contributing $10 a month, we're going to give you the two bonus episodes. Yes. Now, we know that there are some of you amazing eggheads who donate $25 a month. Super VIP eggheads. To the podcast. And we understand if you want to go down to $10 a month, that is totally fine. We get it. Um, But... We are going to come up with some other fun. How many are there? Gift for you. That is a good question. Because we could just set up what would be a fun thing to do for them. Would be a fun like you and I set up a Google Hangout on like a Saturday or something like that, where we could, you know, face chat them. Yeah. All at the same time. Do a fun Q and A. Let's see. View all current patrons. Here we go. Well, we don't need to figure this out now. Well, you just asked. Oh, you know what? There's a lot of them. Oh my God, there's so many good eggheads out there. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen. Okay. All right. Um. Anyway, so there's a lot of you guys. Thank you. Um. <laughs> we're gonna come up with something else. Again, if you. If you want to reduce your amount, that is totally fine. We also want to let all of you other eggheads know who are contributing. If you want to change where you're contributing and go down, that's totally fine. You know, that's why we're doing it. We support you. Um, but we are getting rid of the um, fun facts. But altogether. We're However, still going to be thanking you every week by reading your names. Yeah, we're going to read your names. And if and a random you. fact pops into my head at any point during those name readings, you're going to get it. But officially. Yeah. No more fun facts. It does actually somehow take more time than you think it does. Yeah, it's easier to do a 
it's easier for us to do bonus episodes. For instance, Dory said today, I'm going to do them all. And I said, you're really going to do them all? And she said, yes. And I said, okay. And then, as is proof by this page of notes from Supercut of Barry's Athletic Prowess, Adam Rin's radio competition, but he doesn't want it. Uh, these are Goldberg's notes. Uh <laughs> On the back of it, I've written a lot of names down. Okay, to be fair, you have never done 44 names Not in at one once. episode. Not at once. So, I've done 20. Okay, so I got to 20 and I was like, you know what? I could really use some help here. So I think that that is fair. No, no. It's absolutely fair. Thank you. But I just, I just wanted to say, it's a burden. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Anyway, jeez, I'm right. sorry, everybody. What am I? What is? I'm. I'm ignore, ignore. But he put his. He just started licking. I know it's very cute. Ignore. Now he's just. Yep. Oh, he's going to his toy box. His toy we box. love when he goes to his toy box because he 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 does it very rarely. Oh look, and he just walked away. Did he even take a toy? He just sniffed them and went. <laughs> mm, I'm out. He's not super into toys. No, he is. If I like, if I take that hippo out, and I put it in front of him he'll chew on it for yeah 20 minutes but like why doesn't he take them maybe he's like oh you guys are busy (laughs) okay now keep in mind we're going to do these facts and matt is going to criticize 50 percent of the ones that i did no i promise not to diane by the way diane is still owed a song from me she is diane i haven't forgotten Diane, you're the best. Diane is the best. Yes, she is. Ignore him. I'm trying. He's adorable. I know. It's very hard. Okay. Okay. Diane. Diane recently played the role of Pippin in her local community theater's production of Pippin. That somehow might be accurate. I think I feel like she's a theater teacher. Really? It's something to that effect. Oh, interesting. But she, I feel like she works for a universe. I don't... Diane will tell us exactly what she does. Okay. But. I think she's in Rhode Island. All right. Anyway, those are my facts about Diane that are actual facts. <laughs> Angel Rivera the third. Angel really wants a pet rabbit, but his partner is insisting on a goldfish instead. Oh. Caroline Land. Caroline inherited two classic cars, a 67 Mustang and a 75 BMW from her mom and enjoys showing them off on long, slow drives through her town. That's, um, that's Matt-esque. That. Christopher Fonagy. Uh-huh. Christopher is in the middle of redecorating his house with mid-century modern furniture, but is still in search of the perfect bar cabinet. You'll get there. Yeah. May I recommend you watch Flea Market Flip? Tara or Tara McElfrish. Tara hosts lip sync battles in her home and has gotten really good at Blink-182's All the Small Things. Uh, Stu. Stu. No last name. Just Stu. Could be our landlord. Could be. Stu has a podcast called Run Around Stu about his experience training for a marathon. It's not our landlord. No. Aaron Gudge. Aaron made a goal of reading 50 books this year, and she's only on number 37. So she oh, needs some, pick up the pace, Gudge. She needs some good reading recommendations. Carly. Carrie. Carly. Carly Moore Sid. Carly never learned to swim as a kid, so she's been taking lessons at the Y, and her butterfly stroke is perfect. Dory was the swimmer in high school, so she knows. Hannah Crowder. 
Hannah has watched every John Hughes movie at least 10 times, and her favorite is Pretty in Pink. Disagree. Home Alone. Continue. Angie James. Angie writes One Direction zombie fanfic that is really popular on Tumblr. One Direction zombie fanfic on Tumblr. Okay. Jolene Sigler. Jolene has four bulldogs that she rescued. Two of them are deaf, one of them is blind, and one has three legs. You're a saint. Emily Chapin. Emily wakes up at six every day so she can watch episodes of The Great British Bake Off before work. I don't blame you. Yeah, me neither. Lauren Gleason. Lauren has watched every 80s aerobics competition video on YouTube that is in existence. <laughs> the uh, Crystal Light, I believe, was the sponsor of those. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Ryan Foster. Ryan is determined to break the record for world's largest lasagna. He's been practicing Good his luck, bro. It's backyard. Take a lot. Well, he's been practicing in his backyard with an enormous pan and gallons of tomato sauce. It's going to take a lot more than that. I think the world's largest lasagna is bigger than a backyard. Whoa. Yeah. Melody Baltazar. Melody was the 1998 mathlete of the year at her middle school. Nicely done, Melody. Luke Evers. Luke has a mental map of all the best public bathrooms in New York City. So if you ever have to pee in Manhattan, you should text him. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I can't even think of one. Well, hotels are good ones. Sure. The Apple Store. Mm. J. Crew always has bathrooms. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Christina Turner. Christina spends her free time doing ceramics, and her home is now filled with bowls and other vessels of various shapes and sizes. Mm. Nakul Pandey. Nakul has memorized all of the songs from every Disney Channel TV movie ever made. <laughs> a lot. Chinami Worth. Chinami has a collection of trapper keepers from elementary school that she is slowly selling off on eBay, although she's decided to keep all the Lisa Frank ones. That's stupid. Those are the ones you're going to get the money on. But she, she is sentimental. I get it. You know? Sarah Yim. Sarah built a cat gymnasium in her guest room, and now her two cats won't leave the room because they love it so much. Interesting. Yeah. Heather Nelson. Uh-huh. Heather's favorite pie flavor is apple but she isn't as good at making apple pies as she is at making pecan pies oh uh, well it's probably because you're not like pre-baking the apples we'll talk okay narantha balagopal narantha recently reunited with a friend she hadn't seen since fourth grade mm -hmm. and it turned out that they had both majored in japanese in college and spent a year abroad in tokyo but they had never run into each other oh wow the Holterman clan. The Holtermans are debating whether they should pursue YouTube fame, but they're worried they may not be able to handle it. There's a lot of money in there, Holtermans. Reconsider. Megan Cantwell. Megan loves ballroom dancing and secretly harbors a dream to go on So You Think You Can Dance and or Dancing with the Stars, but she'll settle for Dance Moms. <laughs> Great. Jack Woodyard. Uh -huh. Jack's golden retriever, Duffy, Howls along whenever he plays Tom Petty. Oh. I know. Julie Phillips. 
Julie just got back from a yoga retreat where she finally learned how to do an unsupported handstand. Congrats. Kelsey Kinneman. Kelsey is growing vegetables in her backyard because she got frustrated at the lack of quality kale at her local supermarket. Well, there is no quality kale as far as I'm concerned. Siri Gasky. Siri was shocked to learn that her longtime lunchtime racquetball partner was in fact the NCAA champion two years in a row, which might explain why Siri never wins. Oh, I'll do it. Laura Mayer. Uh-huh. Laura's favorite sporting event is the Wing Bowl. She's determined to one day participate in. <laughs> Grace Shearman. Uh-huh. Grace has taught herself to play the ukulele, much to her partner and her dog's chagrin. Uh, and, I, and I did one last one for Andrew Steinley. Oh, the Steinley. Yep. Uh, Andrew, our friend Andrew, was considering dressing up as Pennywise for Halloween. Mm-hmm. But he thought the better of it and is now going as one of the kids from Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's reasonable. Yeah. Now, do you want me to read your names or would you like to read them? Uh, I mean, I can read them. Hope I get the names pronounced correctly. Like, like Lizelle or Lizel or Liesel. Tell me how to pronounce that. Liesel. Liesel? Liesel once climbed a water tower in her town while drunk and declared it the capital of Liesalopolis. Oh. Ryan Solo is the world's greatest girl talk player. He has never gotten a zit sticker. <laughs> Anne Svensson Toon. Uh, Anne recently discovered sports betting particularly on MMA. She recently cleaned up with a five-fight parlay. And then I hand-wrote these. While oh, wow. Margaret Metcalf. Margaret has left one-star reviews of Postmates twice. Once because she waited an hour for delivery that was reported as destroyed. <gasps> and another because they forgot the napkins. Oh, boy. Uh, Erica Brown. Erica went to architecture school, but quit when she found out she couldn't draw a straight line. Hmm. Fair. Uh, Linnea or Linnea? I am going to go with Linnea. Linnea. Linnea Tunsil. Linnea once carved a canoe out of a single fallen tree that was struck by lightning. Wow. It was the fastest boat in town. Good for her. I just like that image of her car. Like, it's like the natural. Yeah. When he carved his bat out of that lightning. Anyway, Dawson Sweet. Dawson owns three prize-winning llamas, all of which have placed at the Minnesota State Fair. Wow. And then we have uh, Tanya Davidova. Tanya was the first person to put ice cream between Pop-Tarts. Wow. Make a sandwich out of it. That's so clever. Uh, Sherry Olson. Sherry doesn't wash glasses she uses for water. She just rinses them with warmer water and puts them back. Does she live by herself? Nope. Oh. Matt does that. <gasps> uh, no, I just leave the same glass next to the sink. Uh, Ross Mandon. Ross bought a 3D printer eight months ago. So far, he's only printed a four-inch model of the Empire State Building. April Cherry. April has an allergy to pine. So sadly, she's never been able to have a real Christmas tree. Aww. April Patrick. Uh, fun fact about April, she has not purchased a condom in eight years. She refuses to pay for something that restaurants give for free. Oh, I thought you said condom. Condiment. 
But you said she hasn't paid for a condom in eight years. Well, I mean, if she's listening to this podcast, chances are she hasn't. Yeah, she's trying to have true. a baby. Yeah. Uh, Daniela Harker, Daniela's favorite Billy Joel song is the Down Easter Alexa. Oh, that's a good one. she works with the rod and the reel. Oh, okay. Uh, and Kate Cudlich. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew this would be the last fact. So uh-huh. this is all I wrote for it. Okay. Kate is the best. <laughs> She's just really nice and good to be around. Oh, that's so nice. Um, we do have two stragglers from PayPal that I forgot to put on the list. Let's hear it. Lisa Porter. Lisa, I think your favorite Walt Disney World ride is the Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's only because you, too, like taking naps on it. Oh. Uh, Kim Cocladis. That's the one who left the voicemail. Uh, Kim... You're 24 years old and the youngest caller in of this podcast. Also, you hate the beach. Um, I lied. There's one more. Go. This is in honor of Jessica Waz. She loves you guys. She's currently on episode 24, so I'm hoping she'll get the surprise fact in a few months. Oh, my God. I hope you listened all the way through to this, Jessica. Uh, Jessica, you should first of all be listening at point for speed <laughs> uh and second of all a fun fact about you is that you never finished that shop credit in high school <gasps> but she graduated anyway it's we, we can't really talk about it oh okay. she went on to get a college degree oh good for her but it's invalid because she never graduated high school <gasps> Guys, just go back and finish that cabinet. That was all the fun facts. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. Um, we're going to do like an honor roll of people who donate, but but you're not going to get a fun fact anymore. We'll lay this all out on, on the Patreon page and on the website. And we might top load it and back load it. I think it'd be fun to like do a few names up top, say thank you up top to a few people and say thank you at the back end yeah. of the podcast. To a few like people. a pre-roll and a post-roll. I love it. Yep. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much. I once again apologize for my wife going on and on at the beginning of this episode about how depressed I am. What? Well, I don't apologize. JK, LOL. Have fun. Love you guys. Love most of you. Some of you are probably jerks. Oh, my God. Well, listen. <laughs> You're saying statistically it's impossible I mean, that we everyone can, they can't is nice. all be fun, nice people. I mean, I think a lot of them are. Listen, you, if you're a fun, nice person, you know who we're talking about. That's you're a jerk. True. You know who we're talking about. If you're like, oh, am I Am I the one they're talking about? Am I the jerk? You probably are. Did you listen to the, did you leave a one-star review talking about how you don't like how we're stressed and strained? <laughs> you know, I I haven't been looking at the reviews lately. Good, don't. Yeah. It's the best. I, you know, we put out the podcast of Sidekick with Matt Myra, and I will never go look at those reviews. Really? I can't. It was never designed to be a podcast. Yeah. So I can't imagine it gets good reviews and I'm so scared that it's oh, bad. No. That's so sad. Yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway. Watch Sidekick with Matt Myra. Tuesday nights at uh, 9 p.m. Pacific on projectalpha.com. And if you like Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access or if you're an international viewer on Netflix, you can stay tuned for After Trek which uh, shows up on Netflix the day after and shows up on All Access about uh, 20 minutes after the show finishes. 
That's all I have to say about that. Okay. Good day, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.